0: Hello and welcome to the Rabbit Hole, the Definitive Developers Podcast in fantabulous Chelsea Manhattan. I'm your host, Michael Nunez. Our co-host today, Dave Anderson, and our producer, William Jeffries. And today we'll be talking about building your brand as a developer.
1: Yeah, y'all better respect. Gotta yeah. respect my tweets. Exactly, respect the tweets. Respect
0: my skills on the keyboard. The brand yeah. is strong. The brand yeah. is strong, and we're going to help you. <laughs> we're going to help you build up the brand. And we have a
2: special guest. We have Zach Schneider. How's it going, Zach? I'm doing good. How's it going, guys? We're hanging out. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm a marketing manager at Stride Consulting. So I help out with a lot of the events that we put on Coders Who Climb, MyC Tech Debates, and then just general marketing initiatives for, for Stride. Awesome. We could just
0: jump right into the topic yeah. of building a brand. And I'm just going to come out and ask why. Why would someone want to? I'm a developer. I'm amazing at what I do. And only the people around me know that. Why do I have to build my brand in 2018?
2: For sure. I mean, let's take a, a step back. Like, what does it mean? Like, what does a brand mean to, to you guys? That's a good question.
3: I think it's a, it's a hot piece of metal. <laughs> it's,
1: <laughs> it's like Cheerios or Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: they've mentioned Coca-Cola and like a brand is like something that you can identify from far away and know that that is a product that you would Vouch for or like you would go and get because you know it's it's good stuff like good Coke or or I don't, Pepsi and whatnot
2: right yeah so there's definitely great brands there's aspirational brands companies like Coca Cola and Apple are all brands that are are so ubiquitous around the world and then there are other brands that are vilified I mean for some reason Enron is like the only thing that's coming to my my <laughs> my, my mind right now but yeah, like that uh, is a brand yeah,
1: yeah. well the Cambridge. Cambridge Analytica, no longer a thing, but existing under a new brand.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. So there's a lot of things that go into a brand. I mean, obviously, for an individual, you don't want your brand to be akin to Enron. You would want it to be something more aspirational, something that people look forward to or look up to or want to emulate. Or Mm -hmm. you could just change your name. You could be. Zach Schneiderman.
3: There you go. Ah, Zach Schneiderman, this guy. Just in case you ruin your personal brand. There you go.
0: Just Just a little man at the end of that. Schneider dude. We got it. Schneider dude. Be the aspirational. Schneider Schneider dude. that's truly aspirational.
1: (laughs) Be the Prada of
0: developers.
2: So chill.
0: So having an identifiable brand associated to you is important. Why? In development.
2: Building a brand for yourself affords you the opportunity to be identifiable people know what they get when they interact with you and you know i think with the we have access to the internet we can tweet we can post we can share we can like and that is making it so much easier for people to build that online identity and that online brand but Um, why would
3: i want that i mean can't people just get to know me in person when they meet me it's a great point It's not for
2: everyone. It's definitely Mm. not for everyone. But the purpose of building a brand is for someone who's really wanting to build out that reach build out influence that that thought leadership you know mm. the ability to have an impact to the community or or be something above the the code that they put you know behind the the scenes they want to be someone who can contribute back to the community that can engage with people outside of the code and there's so many benefits that come into that. I think we'll we'll get to a few of those points of how you we can do that but
3: I think probably the main benefit would be that it's easier to get a job right or that if you get a job it's easier to get more money
2: yeah yeah i I guess also like
1: going to school is kind of part of like getting that brand right like when you're on the resume if you go to a good school that has a good name then that kind of rubs into you a little bit like oh you know, I went to Rutgers State University. Reliable. Yeah. This guy went to Harvard. <laughs> yeah. Like, please come over here, guy
2: from Harvard. Like, get, get, <laughs> right. guy from Rutgers, get over there. Yeah. Oh,
3: <laughs> poor guy. Rutgers is good school. Yeah. Too. <laughs> that's,
2: that's so spot on. It's like, it's credibility. You you know, you feel comfortable and confident that that person knows what they're talking about. Right.
1: Or or like, not really digging on Rutgers, but like, I, I would go through a job interview process. I feel like if you have a, a strong enough brand, it might be more of a conversation it's like, let me see what we can do together.
0: Uh, I you know? see. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I imagine that people can leverage that. Like, you're not going to, you probably won't interview Martin Fowler the way you right. would interview like, right. someone Fowler else. Martin Fowler interviews you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. exactly what happens. So he doesn't need to go into, you know, a new company and get interviewed. He'll have a conversation on how he can become, or use his brand to the next company he
2: moves forward. Yeah. Right. And look what he's doing for, for ThoughtWorks right now. He gets so much traffic to his website and he's able to siphon off some of that traffic and bring it back to ThoughtWorks. He's probably making a pretty... Decent buck, yeah, just because of what he puts out and who he's associated with, and he
3: gets to be developer famous.
1: Exactly, developer famous. Oh yeah, what would Sandy do? Yeah, what Mm. would
0: Sandy (laughs) do? WWSD. (laughs) (laughs) I think matching (laughs) tattoos, guys. No, no, I think no, no. no, I I think just the other day we saw someone left a bracelet on the table and I was like WWSD what, what is that and I was like it's not it's not, really not Jesus because that's an S it's not a J but what would Sandy do what yeah. would Sandy Metz do yeah it took us a moment to put it together but
1: you know that's yeah. the brand right,
0: right. there and, and Sandy
3: Metz has excellent br- branding we yeah. should all come up with bracelets for ourselves does that, sound,
1: does that check out is that how we do this you know what WWWJD oh god it's too many W's it just sounds like a website
2: <laughs> WWW all out I think there's some potential there
0: awesome Sounds good. So besides bracelets,
1: besides getting bracelets and <laughs> handing them
0: oh, out to
2: people, stickers,
1: merchandising opportunities.
0: Yeah. T-shirts, maybe. T-shirts.
1: Who knows? Oh, Bobby you, the T-shirt. I've always wanted a T-shirt cannon. Bobby the flamethrower. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bobby the flamethrower. A T-shirt cannon. That'd be dope. Zach, do you have any suggestions on how someone can start as a developer to start their brand?
2: So there are a lot of different ways you can you can start. If you really enjoy going to events and conferences, you can look at Meetup.com or Eventbrite and see what's going on in your general area. You can apply for some some conferences. And I know Dave, you spoke at a few conferences, I think, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, that was that was pretty fun. It was actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. It took a lot of prep work, but you know, if you have an idea, it's pretty. It's, it's not too hard to like get it out there.
2: Definitely, and that's that's a great way of getting out there and really having a lot of reach over a lot of people. But you don't have to necessarily go out and speak to people. You can write content online. You can tweet. You can just provide value. And that's the bottom line. As long as you're providing value, regardless of the medium, regardless if it's in person or if it's online, that's really how you start building your brand.
1: That's that's a pretty broad statement. <laughs> just bring that value.
3: Yeah. I thought it was all about like good color schemes and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> I like
0: I like a sweet display picture on your Twitter, but then never use it. Really, yeah. good that photos. was me for like a couple months, and then I actually started tweeting some stuff.
2: So, well, it's authenticity, right? It's no one wants to hear an identical person trying to emulate someone else. Like you want, you want Bobby, yeah. You want what you you expect, Bobby? Right. So you would say
1: that like just setting up my LinkedIn profile and getting to you know a hundred percent completion or whatever they describe as being <laughs> a complete profile, and I
2: finally did it. That's not really a brand, like. No, I mean you're you're establishing your your digital presence. People can find you online, but you're not. Putting out content that is going to gather a following. You haven't done anything outside of just contribute to your online portfolio Mm -hmm. of your profession. What you've actually done. So, a really easy way of getting started is creating a blog and writing down your sort of your predicaments. What's going on in your life from from a career standpoint, and how you struggle and how you overcome challenges, and really try to articulate what you've done that maybe would be valuable to someone else.
3: One thing I really like to do is Stack Overflow posts. Mm -hmm. If you have an actual question, a technical issue that you're working on that there isn't a Stack Overflow answer for, taking the time to write out the problem helps you think through the problem and may lead to a solution it may get you an answer because someone in the community might know and it could become reference material for yourself later in the whole while you're building a personal brand because you're putting out content and people see your Stack Overflow score and you can get jobs and higher salaries out of that.
1: Yeah, like a uh, friend of the show, Dane, Tino O'Connor.
3: Oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, I'm so jealous of his Stack Overflow he has, score. He's got like
1: wow. just mounds of gold.
3: gold, yeah. <laughs> you, you get like more permissions as you get a higher score and can do more... Admin level stuff like editing other people's posts cool. and like approving other people's edits. And he has, I think it's at like twenty five thousand points. You unlock all of the features. And he got that? Yeah, he's the only person I know who has it. Wow. So yeah. Wow. So
0: listeners, definitely go and get the gold. And go <laughs> get the get the Stack Overflow gold. One of the things that I imagine a lot of developers do is. You know they they spice up their GitHub with open source projects they're they're currently working on, whether it's other open source projects that they're contributing to or their own personal projects that they can point to and say, "Hey, I know how to code. Go check out my GitHub." Is usually like a way I've seen like developers brand, but uh, it's very interesting as you mentioned before about uh, blog posts, Stack Overflow, and, and tweeting that also helps contribute to your brand.
2: 100%. And if someone is just getting started into this, I, I feel like everyone has heard of Twitter or Medium by now. Those are really great avenues to sort of just document what you're currently going through on you know your your career and and what sort of technical challenges you're experiencing, and maybe writing up a, a medium post about something that you've overcome or something a new technology that you're experimenting with.
3: And I think also coming and being interviewed on podcasts, you know, really <laughs> yeah. really good popular podcasts. Like, I don't know. can't there you think go. Of any right now, but maybe you can. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly, great way to get your personal brand out there. That's that's true.
2: I mean, that's that's what we're all doing here right now, right? I feel like I don't know I I wonder
1: sometimes if I have a personal brand I'm I'm like we're here we're talking on a podcast but it's, it's, I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not hustling, I'm not like getting uh, the Twitter followers or the likes or what have or you, passing out t shirts or, or even pants, like, even stuff. getting fist bumps at my office, like at my client. Oh just, man, like,
3: here, here's a fist bump. <laughs> think, oh, I appreciate
1: that. I will take that and hold that with me.
3: I think that,
0: uh, <laughs> but I do think that it's still contributing content at the end of the day, as Zach has mentioned. Like, your personal yeah, yeah. brand right now is you on the Python game is serious, like, there's no denying uh, that. that. You went to but, Italy uh, for Python. The Python. <laughs> Python.
1: yeah i don't know like i think it goes back to like what you're saying about like contributing back to the community and kind of being willing to just put it out there into the ether and not really get
2: any feedback necessarily right and if you really want to to capture that feedback you really have to more or less have a, a digital platform, whether it's Twitter or it's a forum that you contribute to and people know your, your username or, or whatever it might be. And I think that's a great way to get started.
0: I'm a developer consultant and my life is way too busy. I can't tweet. What do you say to that? Is it possible? Should I fit it into the schedule to like tweet while I'm Getting ready for the train or like, I don't know, people drive. That could be a little difficult for people to spend time on Twitter.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you have to force it, like if you're if it doesn't make you happy, if you don't enjoy doing it, don't do it. You know what I mean? Like don't <laughs> yeah. it's not for everyone. Sometimes, you know, as someone who is in the field of marketing, I feel like this obligation to to be posting more and things like that. And sometimes I'm just like, I can't come up with anything good to talk about, so I'm just don't don't even bother. But it really If this isn't your thing, if if you're not interested in this, it's not for everyone, and I think that's really important to realize, right? The benefits, as
0: we mentioned before, is more exposure giving back to the community, potentially more money, and easier interviews. As we mentioned before, is one of the many reasons why one would want to do this,
3: and because of the fame monster, and that's developer <laughs> famous, yeah, the fame monster,
1: uh, just to be the next Sandy Metz, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, as a marketing professional, have you ever seen any content that people are putting out? out there or like tweets or blog posts or things that like you feel like actually hurt you like look at it and it's like this is actually bad
2: and you've actually hurt your brand
3: yes
2: (laughs) (laughs) and and that is more is not better and i think as long as you're able to distinguish the fact that tweeting for the sake of tweeting is not going to provide value at the end of the day identify things that people resonate with and try to provide value. And that's how you can sort of circumvent just garbage content or just posting for the sake of posting.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's that's why I use Twitter just as like a brain dump. And I try to say something and that's
1: it. So I got to
0: tweak it a little bit, make it a little more professional here and there keep it authentic though
1: What's your, you going you gotta just gotta retweet damn abernoff
0: yeah no i <laughs> thought I mean, like, yeah it's like a ton of i gotta follow sandy and retweet her often that's what i'll do my twitter is google mike if you guys are all interested in seeing some some craziness it's some just quality re- content oh. it's, it's just a wide range of like street fighter 2 memes or like <laughs> or like gobo or like stem for kids like definitely that kind of stuff it's just strange oh cool it's yeah a strange space yeah i've, I've been following internet.
1: you lately i i've i've Kind of just been lurking, but <laughs> I want to. I want to engage. I yeah. want to get out there.
0: It's all good. Uh, I'll be more than happy to reply. But <laughs> okay. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm not saying anything that's hurting my brand, but I don't think it's helping. So I got to figure out ways to to better tweak the brand. Yeah,
2: just just stay authentic. Be yourself. So, Dave, I know we talked a little bit earlier about you speaking at conferences, and I'm curious, like in general, like how's everyone here like been building their brands?
0: I mean, me outside of the Twitter that I mentioned before, I I did go the route of like personal blogging because a lot of the times I find myself learning something and knowing that I'm going to forget it. So I think we mentioned earlier where we use Stack Overflow to like ask a question or bookmark a question per se. Me, I like the one blog post I go back to is destructuring in JavaScript. I always forget <laughs> for some reason how to do that. It just bothers me all the time. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's happened twice where I'm pairing with someone and I'm like, oh yeah, no, we should destruct that object. Let me go to this blog post so I can read this and relearn it again. And that person who's sitting next to me is learning it for the first time. And I was like, oh, snap. Someone has you know, learned from the content that I wrote because I am forgetful. So I need to figure <laughs> out a way to do this very, very often. So my oh, yeah. a combination of my personal blog and the bookmarks that I keep for Stack Overflow is something that helps me build up the brand of my knowledge and the things that I know.
1: Have you been good at like keeping up your blog and like posting on a semi regular basis? Or? No. That's okay. that's
0: something that I've been slacking on. I know that it's good because of that destructuring post has helped me. I should do it more often.
2: It's just like it does take a lot of time to generate that. It though. does. It's a commitment, but consistency really does help with, you know, building a following and, and a, a group of people that can learn more about the stuff that you're doing
3: yeah I think that's the hard part. I remember when I first started blogging. I thought of it much the way that you did, Bobby, where you know when you learn a thing that you want to be able to remember and refer back to, that's the perfect material for a blog post. But what I found is that i I don't have those moments often enough, and when I do have them, I don't have the time to stop coding and go and write them up and so I started trying to use deadlines to push myself forward more, and I switched to to speaking, so I started you know first signing up to talk at a meetup, which is lower stakes. Mm-hmm. And then once you've bothered preparing for a meetup, you now have content. And then you can take that and apply it to to a conference or something larger. So I spoke at Liberty JS, I spoke at RailsConf. And I think that ended up actually, I burned out on on that for the same reason, which is just like, the consistency is hard that the only thing that I've been able to consistently do for my brand is the podcast. And the reason is because I get paid to do it. So I think that's the key. If you can get paid to do something <laughs> in a way that helps you build your brand, then go for that. So yeah. if you can talk to your company and find something that they value yeah. that you could do and put your name on, it's 100% worth it. Right.
2: I think stride does a pretty good job at encouraging content creation and the ability for striders to build brand right
3: yeah uh, Yeah. so if you run a company and you are trying to get top-notch developers this is a, an incentive you can use to get them offer this kind of professional development
0: there's definitely other organizations that also like would love to get content like it, and you know it, it benefits both people the company benefits from the content that gets written and the person has the ability to write the content gets the I don't want to use the word fame, but they get the notoriety of being able to blog posts under their organization, which is pretty cool. So if your company doesn't have that, you should talk to your manager and see how you can get that. Because I think distributing content is a way to build your brand. And as long as your name is on it, that's
1: what's important. Yeah. For, for me, I, I just try to take up space on the internet and like... <laughs> <laughs> like stake my claim although I'm not like very active like I have I have my domain with my blog with five posts on it yeah I have my Twitter account with five tweets on it (laughs) I have my GitHub account with my five repos on it. you know (laughs) like so just staking all those different things out and you know making them reasonably reflective of where I'm at I think is is pretty good right so you know
0: if you if you haven't Try out the Twitter, write some content, see if your company will help or pay you to to write this content. Because I think that's the most important thing is building up your brand to get the developer fame that you deserve so that you can help bring back that information to the community and help out the community grow and become amazing like we all are. Zach, do you have any final thoughts on building your brand as a developer?
2: Yeah, I've got a lot of different platforms and places where people can distribute this content. I think I'll just provide them in the show notes at the end. We now have a special
0: segment called Zack Attack. (laughs) Normally, you would have me read something about a particular event that's coming up in the near future, but we've had Zack sitting right there for some time. So now, Zack, do the Zack Attack. What's up? What's going on? What's going down in New York City? Let us know.
2: Yeah. So we've got Coders Who Climb on November 5th. Coders Who Climb is an event at Brooklyn Boulders in Queensbridge. It's a uh, climbing social for developers and technologists to meet, to, to climb, to eat food.
3: To question why it's called Brooklyn Boulders if it's located in Queens.
2: <laughs> that's that's so valid. Yeah. And their headquarters is in Denver. What? <laughs> Oh, my gosh.
3: Yeah, I,
0: I've always had problems reading that card, by the way. Yeah, it's always been confusing.
2: Yeah, it's it's interesting, but it's a really good time. It's been going on for for several months now, and it's it's really a great way to meet other developers and boulder and and, and climb. And uh, the food is free. And and this time, Brooklyn and Boulders is generously giving more or less half off admission, as well as free climbing gear for the evening. So if you're interested in checking out Brooklyn Boulders, checking out Coders Who Climb, now is a great way to do it. It's really cold. Get out of the freezing, you know the the freezing air, and and get into this really warm, uh, cool climbing environment. And that's November fifth. And, yep. and our our next one, Bro- not in Brooklyn, not yeah, what's, Brooklyn? In in B- in B- B- what's the address? Yeah, the, Brooklyn Boulders in Queens. Yeah, Brooklyn Boulders in Queensbridge. I will provide. The address on the show notes and the, the, the website. What's the next one, Zach? The next one is NYC Tech Debates. That is on November 13th. This is a completely free event. NYC Tech Debates is an opportunity for technologists in New York City to discuss a variety of topics and the topic for this month is going to be the future of ruby and we've got francis wang he is one of the co-founders of goruko i don't know if anyone's been to, to oh, oh yeah r-i-p goruko yeah. I know and
1: that's, oh man i i want to know now like what is the future of ruby <laughs> why <laughs> did
3: they close goruko that's that's really troubling that's uh that's not a good sign <laughs> Setting so, aside like a
2: sign for the language when Google
3: code doesn't exist.
2: Come out and ask him in person, you know? And yeah. then um, the yeah. other uh, debater is Matt Jording. And Matt Jording is an engineering lead at Flashpoint. He also runs another meetup as well. And these are really great individuals in the Ruby community and the NYC tech community. And it's going to be uh, a great debate. So that's completely free. Food and beer is provided. For more information, show notes, you know the drill.
0: Awesome. How can people reach you? Me personally? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you, you got a brand, I imagine. How do people <laughs> want to reach out to you?
2: Yeah. You can uh, follow me on Twitter there at go. ZR Schneider or just... I, I don't know how much value my Twitter is going to provide you all, but check out com and and That's more valuable for everyone.
0: Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear?